first atomic weapon. Then we'll explore the dropping of the atomic bombs on the Japanese cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki in August of 1945. And then, finally, we'll discuss the long-term implications of that decision and the dawning of the nuclear age. So first, let's begin with the event that put the U.S. on the road to becoming the world's first nuclear power. Through the 1930s, FDR had grown increasingly concerned, as did mo were most people in America, about the rise of Adolf Hitler and his Nazi regime in Germany. But, as concerned as many Americans were, and, uh, they were also decidedly isolationist uh, and, and absolutely committed to the idea that the United States would remain neutral in any kind of conflict uh, that ensued. And this pretty much stayed true even after Hitler annexed Austria in 1938 and then the next year when he seized Czechoslovakia. Remember, we talked about this isolationist tradition in our lecture on the Spanish-American War. But it was a single piece of information that came out of this latter operation, Hitler's seizure of Czechoslovakia, that caught the attention of a number of eminent physicists in the United States. Most of these men, in fact, were living in the United States because they'd fled fascism and anti-Semitism in Europe just a few years earlier. And they included the now famous names like Albert Einstein, Leo Szilard, and Enrico Fermi. When they learned the Nazis had halted the sale of uranium from uranium mines in Czechoslovakia, this news set off alarm bells because they believed with this information that Hitler, they were pretty certain, was now working to develop an atomic bomb. And it was this terrifying prospect that the already formidable Nazi war machine might soon possess the ultimate weapon that prompted them to make a direct appeal to President Roosevelt. Now, we should pause here to point out that the basic ideas of physics that went into making of an atomic bomb were widely known at the time. But atomic energy and weaponry, for the most part, remained in the realm of theory. The news out of Czechoslovakia, however, made it clear that the Nazis were pushing ahead to move atomic theory from, uh, move, you know, atomic weaponry from theory into, into reality. And so the physicists in America composed a letter to Franklin Roosevelt. And it was largely written by Leo Szilard. The physicist, he's the one who had discovered the principle of an atomic chain reaction a few years earlier. Now, even though this is written by a committee of eminent physicists, it actually only had one signature at the bottom, Albert Einstein. And there's a good reason for this. Einstein was the towering figure in the scientific world. Even people who didn't know the first thing about science knew who Albert Einstein was. Many even knew his famous equation that explained the theory of relativity, E equals mc squared. Well, they, they knew it even if they didn't understand it. Now, Einstein had been born in Germany in 1879. And in, he'd become an international star in mathematics in the 19-teens and in the 1920s. And in fact, it was his theory of relativity that underlay the subsequent research into atomic power, namely that splitting matter would release energy. But the rise of Hitler in 1933 prompted Einstein, who was Jewish, to move to the United States, along with all those other physicists. Now, the other concerned physicists knew that Einstein, only Einstein had the requisite star power to gain the president's attention. And that's why his name is the only one on the, at the bottom of that letter. Well, the letter uh, was drafted in August, and it actually bore the date of August 2nd. But it actually didn't reach the president's desk until October 11th, 1939, for a very good reason. 
Hitler's invasion of Poland and the start of the Second World War had intervened. So, you know, all heck had broken loose. It took a while for that letter to actually make it to FDR's desk. In this brief letter, Einstein and his colleagues told FDR of recent developments in atomic science. Listen to what this letter has to say. It may be possible to set up a nuclear chain reaction in a large mass of uranium, by which vast amounts of power and large quantities of new radium-like elements would be generated. However, the letter continued, and this is the really important point, this new phenomenon would also lead to the construction of bombs, extremely powerful bombs. Well, in light of this information, and the news that Germany had seized the Czechoslovakian uranium mines, the letter argued that the United States should take steps to secure its own supply of uranium and, more importantly, begin a large-scale effort to accelerate...